Welcome to the Chase Sagum Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Sagum. Today we're going to be talking about Walmart and its new click and collect feature, why it's impacting Walmart so greatly in terms of its e-commerce growth recently. We're going to get into that, as well as what it means for the overall e-commerce landscape in terms of its competition with Amazon, and also what it means for you as business owners, entrepreneurs, digital marketers, some cool things in the mix, and I think it's worth talking about. Uh, Walmart's a big, big player, and they're making some big moves, and uh, we'll talk about these. But first, the intro. So I've been pretty anxious wanting to do this topic for quite some time now. Walmart has been really changing its landscape online for the last couple years. And this year in particular, they've been making a lot of really aggressive moves, interesting moves, moves that um, seem to go under the radar a bit because Amazon dominates the e-commerce conversation so much. But some of the things that Walmart is doing is are, are very significant. And some of the recent reports coming out recently about its earnings and the growth they're experiencing in e-commerce specifically, I think this is a perfect time to bring up Walmart and how to position yourself in digital marketing if you're in e-commerce uh, around, around what's going on. So something really interesting happening with Walmart in terms of its growth. 40% online sales growth last quarter is what they've reported to their shareholders. Reading from a report, and I've put links to everything in the show notes. According to The Motley Fool, the title is Walmart's e-commerce investments are paying off. The company posted 40% online sales growth last quarter. Where does it go from here? Let me just read a couple snippets from this article for you because I think it's it's um, it's actually really well written and, and pretty insightful. Walmart disappointed investors the last couple of quarters with underwhelming e-commerce sales. Growth came in at just 23% in the fourth quarter and 33% in the first. Many investors, myself included, this is the author Adam Levy, doubled, uh, sorry, doubted management's ability to make good on its forecast of 40% online sales growth for fiscal 2019. But Walmart hit that number right on the nose for, for U.S. e-commerce in its second quarter results. With somewhat easier comps in the back half of the year, management reiterated its expectations of full-year 40% growth, and Walmart is making all the right investments to ensure it hits that mark, particularly in online grocery sales. Increasing investments in e-commerce. This is just continuing from the full article. During Walmart's earnings call, management noted their accelerating investments, particularly, I always struggle with that word, particularly, in grocery pickup and delivery. The company now offers grocery pickup from 1,800 stores across the United States, and it plans to reach more than 2,000 by the end of the year. It also has more than 320 locations that offer grocery delivery, and it's piloting a self-driving car program in Arizona for grocery pickup. We'll talk about that more in a bit. That expansion is one of the major driving forces behind growing e-commerce sales. Management previously cited the progress 
in grocery as a key reason it believes it can achieve that 40% growth target. Walmart has more stores than anyone else and nationwide coverage, so it can leverage its technology investments better than the competition, even more so than Amazon. Whole Foods has around 450 stores total, Whole Foods being purchased by Amazon, by the way. While Walmart could have that many stores offering, offering simply grocery delivery by the end of the year. Pretty fascinating stuff. So what's driving, though? They've, they've, they've started to expand grocery pickup and grocery delivery. Okay, we get that. But what specifically has created the 40% e-commerce growth? 40% e-commerce growth is massive. Now, Walmart is no Amazon. They're, they're not even close to Amazon. We'll get into those stats in just a minute. But it's still very significant in terms of the volume that we're talking about here. So how are they doing this? How are they achieving the 40% growth? I've given you a link in, this, in the show notes to another article from uh, Business Insider. Walmart's new feature has its e-commerce business growing faster than Amazon's. It's, it refers to a click-and-collect feature. Walmart's e-commerce business is growing faster than Amazon's thanks to a big boost from its click-and-collect feature. This is according to the Business Insider article, which allows customers to order online and pick up in-store without a delivery fee. Um, it goes on to say, uh, Walmart's click-and-collect service is now available in 1,800 stores nationwide, up 100% from a year ago. Based on our checks, a supercenter can handle 90 pickups per day, with some capable of 120. The feedback from stores and customers has been consistent, consistently positive. Walmart is also providing improvements on click-and-collect services based on customers' feedback, such as helping loading grocery store items into consumers' cars and adding lockers that will hold larger items like flat-screen televisions. So this is interesting, starting to expand into... Uh, non-grocery retail. We'll talk about that in just a moment here. Walmart's comparable grocery sales. Um, oh, here, actually, I'm missing this part. By Gutman's calculation, Walmart's second quarter click and collect growth was 20 to 22%, or about half of the 40% total e-commerce growth that it saw. By comparison, Amazon's global gross merchandise volume growth was 19% in the same time period. Walmart is moving. Now, they are still peanuts in comparison to Amazon's total e-commerce sales volume. But e-commerce is still peanuts compared to total retail spend in the United States that happens offline. And Walmart is a big chunk of that offline retail, uh, retail sales. And so what role will, will, will Walmart long-term play in bridging the gap between traditional retail sales turning into e-commerce sales? And is this the place where Walmart starts to, to really grab huge chunks of e-commerce market share from Amazon? So what does this all mean? Walmart grows by 40%. There's a new click and collect feature. It seems to be all about an online app bridged with a pickup service that Walmart is now offering. It's not delivery, but it's pickup. What does this all mean? Well, let's cover a few things. Number one, Walmart is clearly working to maintain its corner of retail shopping. And that corner is them being 
really the center of groceries. Grocery and online e-commerce, there's a gap, right? I even think about myself, my wife and I, we shop. I can't remember the last time we stepped foot in a mall, in a Target, in a Kohl's, in a Best Buy. All of that type of retail purchasing, we now do online. And I would say 80 to 90% of it, we do on Amazon. (laughs) Grocery shopping is still a local thing, obviously. I mean, you got to get your milk fresh, right? You got to get your fruit fresh, your vegetables fresh. But we still depend heavily on grocery delivery and grocery pickup. Uh, Instacart is huge for us. You know, we've got Costco nearby. I'm sure many of you relate to this. The invention of grocery delivery has been a godsend for us because it we have got two uh, kids under the age of four. And so not having to go to the grocery store is honestly like a stress reducer of great magnitude. But Walmart is, you know, the ability for Walmart to, to create this this ability as a as a nationwide one, not a not just a local one. And I think it's it's really smart. They have the potential of really making online grocery shopping more of a mainstream thing as opposed to a niche thing. Number two, groceries from a logistics perspective is probably the hardest part of transitioning to online retail for a store. Right? You're talking about goods with a shelf life. Goods without a shelf life, logistically, that transition to an e-commerce world makes way more sense. The fact that you can buy something from Best Buy versus online Best Buy, why not just buy it from online Best Buy? And as the company, why not just offer it online, right? If it sits on your shelves for longer than six months, there's no freshness factor involved. But groceries presents tremendous problems logistically for for companies in trying to deliver goods to its consumers. I would consider that the, the biggest and most important domino of everything going online is grocery delivery and grocery pickup. Which means if Walmart continues to operate well and profitably in this space of grocery pickup and grocery delivery, the next natural step for them is to move to non-grocery goods, which will theoretically be much easier for them to make that jump at scale because of what they've been able to do with grocery. You know, best example is if you live in um, Bend, Oregon, and you're listening to this podcast, if Walmart can figure out how to deliver groceries to you in Bend, Oregon, fresh groceries, then them figuring out how to turn on their entire catalog of non-grocery goods and find a way to efficiently deliver it to you is going to be much easier, right? So grocery is really the first domino. And, and if you think about what they're doing strategically, it's really smart. They're tackling the biggest problem first, knowing you get a sense that they know that when it comes time to how to deliver batteries to you or toilet paper or... Um, any kind of non-grocery good, which is what Amazon is is the current master at, you can tell that they feel pretty confident in their ability to, to execute on that. And they're starting in a more competitive space. 
what does this mean, item number three? It means Amazon's about to have some serious competition. Number four, grocery pickup is a massive user experience improvement. It's not as good as grocery delivery, but it's way better, way better, and way more efficient for you and me as the consumer than, than operating the traditional way, which is to walk into a grocery store, spend an hour picking our food and leaving. Huge user experience improvement. Item number five, nobody is better positioned than Walmart to absolutely dominate the grocery pickup and our delivery service. They ha- literally have a distribution center, I'm using air quotes, in every city in America. Number six, yes, Amazon owns e-commerce right now, but let me remind you a couple important stats. 49% of all e-commerce retail spend, approximately, 49% of all e-commerce retail spend is on Amazon. That is a significant grip, death grip, on the e-commerce industry that that Amazon has. Very impressive. But e-commerce retail spend only represents roughly 10% of all retail spend. That means the other 90% of retail spend happens offline. And nobody is better positioned than Walmart to usher in a major chunk of that offline retail spend into online because of their their distribution centers, their distribution model, their ability to manage logistics, all of the storefronts that they have, all the investment that they've put into your local communities. You think about it. They could really disrupt Amazon. Now, I love Amazon, so I don't want Amazon to lose. I just want there to be a comp. You know, as a free market economist, which I'm sure you can share, and in, in the, the nerdery with me. We just want Amazon to have to compete, because if Amazon has a competitor, then prices come down. Uh, the ability, it, speci- speaking specifically to, to you guys as entrepreneurs, as business people, if you are in the e-commerce world, if, if your business is to sell these goods, you, I don't have to tell you how ruthless Amazon is to you if you are an Amazon seller. The percentages that they take, the demands that they have on you, they don't cater to you at all. You cater to them. Well, what? how does that change if Walmart starts really competing with Amazon, it could be very interesting. Um, I've linked, by the way, uh, to a TechCrunch article in the show notes for you about uh, with the stats that I just read it off to you about total retail spend and where it happens online, offline, all that fun stuff. What does this have to do with digital marketing? A couple things. One, this is my opinion. Okay, this is my uh, viewpoint. Uh, These are my predictions. I could be wrong. I'm oftentimes right when it comes to this stuff. I'm wrong with everything else. Just ask my wife. Number one, I believe Walmart will become an online seller's paradise very, very soon. Similar to Amazon Seller Central. Now, Amazon.com has, or sorry, Walmart.com has a marketplace. They just have more strict regulations and rules in place for who they allow in as a seller than Amazon does. But I believe that's going to change as soon as Am- as soon as Walmart begins to point more of its cannons towards 
non-grocery retail, you can see how they're going to want to start attracting a lot more of Amazon sellers into their platform to compete. Number two, Walmart and Google are going to continue to work together to compete with Amazon. They have mutual interests. Google is severely threatened by Amazon. They're also paid highly by Amazon because Amazon is Google's top paying by far, and there's and no one comes close. They're the highest paying brand on Google paid search. But they're also a potential threat to Google, and Google knows this because e-commerce searches are now beginning to start and end on Amazon as opposed to Google more and more every month that goes by. So Google wants a piece of the e-commerce game, and so they, I foresee them continuing to strengthen their partnership in, with Walmart. Now let's cover a few interesting things that, that, that have happened over the last couple years between their partnership together. Um, number one, back in 2016, not as much of a partnership move, but it affected Google dramatically. Walmart, uh, by the way, I, I, again, I put notes of all of these, these uh, citations in the show notes for you. Back in 2016, if you remember, Walmart purchased Jet.com, one of the largest e-commerce aggregator and websites on the internet in the United States. A site that has a strong, strong presence on both Google paid search and organic search. Back in uh, August of last year, 2017, Google and Walmart partnered to integrate Walmart products with the Google Assistant, the voice search. Back in March of this year, Walmart and Google partnered on Google's new feature called Shopping Actions. Now, Shopping Actions is just this cooler new feature that makes it easier to save products and save wish lists and things inside of Google and then quickly buy from third-party sites within Google's shopping experience. That's now rolled out and available to all brands, but they gave Walmart a head start on it, and Walmart was able to obtain serious advantage by, by rolling that feature out several months before everybody else could have access to it. In July of this year, Walmart partnered with a company called Waymo, Waymo is a, subs- uh, a subsidiary and an investment, uh, a strategic investment from Alphabet, the, the company we now refer to as when we talk about Google. Waymo um, launched a test program in Arizona for Walmart for self-driving grocery delivery and pickup. Think about that. So Walmart is in bed with Google on search results, they're in bed with Google on uh, voice search, which we know the trends there and how much that's changing in the e-commerce world. They're also potentially partnering with Google in terms of using self-driving cars for pickup and delivery of groceries. These are massive chess moves with e-commerce. Now, if you're not in the grocery world, you're probably rolling your eyes saying, why are we talking about groceries? Because groceries are the first domino, it's the first step. And and I know I'm repeating myself a little bit here, but if you can deliver milk on time and cold, imagine how you can deliver a TV, a flat screen TV, or power tools, or kids toys. I mean, it just makes you 
so much more accessible to your consumers at the local level. Um, there's an interesting partnership that I referenced with the um, or, or notes on this that that I think highlight maybe the more techy and interesting part of all of this. There's an there's a link that I've put in the show notes to an entrepreneur article. If you look for it, you'll find it in there. It highlights a really important fact about all of these partnerships between Walmart and Google, and that is this. Walmart, while being an absolute dominant force in the offline retail world, lacks one very important thing that Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, etc., etc., has on all of us, and that is data. Walmart has data but not data tied to the individual. They don't have the level of demographic data and analytics that things online can give you, right? Walmart's partnerships with Google, with with Google Assistant, with Shopping Actions, with Paid Search, with all of these things that we've talked about here, it's actually given access, Walmart access, to mounds of data, and this is highlighted in the Entrepreneur article, it's given them access to mounds of data about you and me to change its business and and adjust accordingly. So if you are in the world of e-commerce, listen to me carefully. If you're selling on Amazon, if you have a Shopify store, if you don't think it's going to hurt your brand to be represented on walmart.com because maybe you're, you know, if you're like a high-end fashion or, you know, um, high-end women's fashion, jewelry, cosmetics, maybe Walmart doesn't make sense from a brand perspective. I get that. But for the rest of us, if you're selling on Amazon and you're doing really, really well, it's it might be time to start pointing your cannons towards Walmart. Start putting your effort into building a relationship with walmart.com, getting your storefront up and running with walmart.com, get your products uploaded, start selling, start getting reviews, start now. Because in the next year, you're going to see Walmart make moves that make Amazon very uncomfortable. And it's going to be, if you go back and look at Amazon sellers from 2012 through 2015, those are the glory years. Those when the those were when the profit margins were the highest. Even going back to 2016 compared to now, it's way more competitive now than it's ever been. There were there were a few years where you could really get ahead because you adopted Amazon sellers Amazon seller platform earlier than everybody else did. So if you're hearing me and you're in that world, and if I'm you, I'm I'm adapting quickly and I'm getting going on walmart.com's seller platform now because in the next year, you're going to have a two or three year run where you just explode in growth because your competition is going to be low and the attention is going to be there. You know, Walmart already has trust associated with their brand. They may not be perceived as high-scale, high-end, but guess what? Either is Amazon. People trust Walmart. They will add credit cards on file. They will create accounts. There is a mobile app 
Oh, by the way, an app that gives you the ability to both pick up or have things delivered, to be able to buy both groceries and non-grocery items. Now, there's one big piece missing. Amazon has something called Prime, and it's brilliant. When will Walmart have its own Prime? When they roll that out, my guess is they will, sometime in the next year. You're going to see a lot of people, early adopters of Amazon Prime users, become Walmart Prime users. And then you'll know it's getting too late. You should have been in a year early. This stuff is so much fun, you guys. I I cannot wait for Walmart to compete in e-commerce because it's just, it's going to be another e-commerce golden era for all of us. It's it there's nothing but positive vibes from this. And uh, again, Walmart's Walmart's expectations for e-commerce are different. You can't just be anybody and and create a seller account like you can on Amazon. And you've got to go through a few more hoops. They want to see sales projections. And part of that is because, if you think about this, a lot of it is because they're looking at, they want data from you as a seller to understand if they should be selling in their in their brick and mortar. So if you want in with the brick and mortar on, on Walmart retail, you know where to start. Start with walmart.com seller platform. So these are all really cool things. Great news I wanted to get you on, on the Walmart front. Walmart is shaking, moving and shaking, and, and uh, a lot of cool, man, a lot of cool growth coming around the corner. So that's all for today's episode. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the Chase Sagan Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on SoundCloud. Also on SoundCloud, you can post Uh, any questions or topics you want me to cover for future episodes and stay tuned for the next one. Thanks.